When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hey guys, welcome back. Hour three of the Donna and Steve experience on my talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson, the big Zambonis with us as well. How was driving? Uh, it was pretty nasty, um, pretty bad. I had to, uh, I hit the trifecta of cars push. Um, I had to push three different vehicles out of my way so I could get here. What? Tell me what that means. Explain um, that. Well, we were. I was leaving. The one worry I had about coming in was whether or not our actual apartment complex and how they were going to handle all of the snow. Um, yeah. We were leaving. I have a S- Hyundai SUV. Got into it. Started taking off. Went up the the um, the ramp, and I was like, "Oh, there's a car stuck there trying to come back my direction." And then there's a car on the other side of that car trying to go the opposite direction. And then once we got those two cars moved, as I was leaving the uh, little area there by the neighborhood, there was another car stuck there on the side of the road. So three different cars pushed about 20 minutes away from my place, or in the first 20 minutes of my day. But after that, it was good. The roads were pretty good. Uh, Follow-up question? Yeah. Very good. Did you say that, are you in a Hyundai SUV? Yeah, we've got a car in in a Hyundai SUV, yes. Bruh. Yeah. Excuse us, Donna. Oh, Excuse us. Go. Just for a okay. second. I got, import- I got an important story to get to. Uh, hey, man. Yeah, we know. You just yeah. bought brother. one. Blah, blah, yeah, blah, yeah bro. Awesome. Mm-hmm. You haven't even asked me a question since it arrived here, Donna. I'll wait for later in the show. You're probably trying to d- dedicate a segment to it. Go ahead. Okay, first of all, I didn't, know, I didn't know that it arrived. You didn't tell me that. I did. You don't listen. We're no, like an old I knew it was couple. coming from Stevens Point, Wisconsin. You were waiting for it. You were excited. You never brought it up again. Because every time I brought it up, you're like, oh, rich people problems. <laughs> When's my car going to get delivered? <laughs> that is not false. <laughs> Congratulations. I'll oh, throw yeah, some money in it when I right. see you. Okay. Okay, so... I decided to watch that movie where there's some controversy surrounding the main actress, Andrea Riseborough, who was nominated for an Oscar, even though the film only made like $27,000. Right. It, okay, so I watched it. It's called To Leslie. I believe I bought it on, not bought it, rented it on Amazon Prime for three ninety nine. And let me tell you, this is an excellent film. Is that right? I I thought it was excellent, um, mostly because of her performance. You almost feel like you're watching a documentary 
that's how believable and how good she was. What's the premise of um, the movie? All I've heard is not a lot of people saw it. They wondered if some lines were crossed with how they campaigned for her to get an Oscar. But I don't right. know Jack about this movie. Okay, so the movie is, you know, just a small indie movie. Um, she's in it. Mark Marin is in it. Um mm-hmm. Those are two people, you know, well, he's the one person of note. You would know her probably if you saw her. She's been in a lot of things. She's an English actress. She's been in Bloodline and Black Mirror and Birdman. And and she seems to take on these smaller roles, like these, you know, maybe more impactful, small budget films. But, um, although she was in, you know, other big ones, but... So the movie is basically about a West Texas mother um, who wins the lottery. Not a lot of money, like not even two hundred thousand dollars. And right. And she basically blows it. And she has an addiction problem. And it's basically about her addiction and just trying to make ends meet. You know, she's living in a motel. She's um, trying to, she's estranged from her son. She gets back with her son and the son is like, I only have one stipulation. And then she breaks that. But it's just the journey, like watching her was mesmerizing. And I mean, she was excellent. Absolutely. So what happened was, there was a little bit of a, a big controversy, actually, because the Academy, um, she was nominated for an Oscar. And here's how that came about. And then there was an investigation into whether aggressive campaigning by her peers helped secure the nod. Okay. Like they were wondering, did, you know, did her nomination violate rules and should you know, should her nomination have gone to a black actress? You know, there's diversity issues with the Academy. You know, people, I think, her peers were thinking that Viola Davis for The Woman King and The Woman uh, in Till, um, Danielle Danweiler, I believe her name is, um, that I think people thought that they were a shoe-in. So some of these actresses, these other actresses who have been Best Actress winners, like Kate Winslet, um, uh, who am I forgetting? Um, Oh, my gosh. Um, Gwyneth Paltrow, uh, Jane Fonda. They were kind of saying on their social media, listen, I'm going to I'm going to vote for this woman. Okay, so it was a surprise because. Again, people hadn't heard of the film, but um, Frances Fisher, another actress, posted nine times on her Instagram page advocating for the Academy members to include Andrea Riseborough in the nomination. So that that's what was at the heart of the issue from the Academy, saying, did they break rules? Well, it turns out that grassroots efforts like that don't, break nomination rules but mentioning competitors by name is forbidden and i don't think that had happened but you know mark Marin made a really great point on his podcast and he said you know 
he was kind of criticizing the Academy for doing an investigation. He's like, this is a win for lesser known films for these indie low budget films. They who don't have a budget that these studio backed films have to spend months and months campaigning and doing publicity and doing screenings and all that stuff. So it's just kind of interesting. And that's kind of the reason I watched the film. I was wanted to see like, okay, how good was she? Right. And I turns out she was a plus excellent. I'm trying to find out what the budget of to Leslie was, how much money they spent (laughs) making that movie. Cause it only made 27,000 at the box office, something like that. So Mark Maron is thinking exactly what I'm thinking. Variety estimated back in 2016 that studios spend anywhere from $3 million to upwards of $10 million to campaign, do a four-year consideration campaign, which is what that means is, so this is, to me, at least from what I understand of it so far, much of it seems laughable because the Academy is suddenly like, wait, you don't have a... You're not spending $10 million to plaster billboards and to send out screeners everywhere. Yes. And to run commercials everywhere. But instead, you're just reaching out to people, you know, like a grassroots campaign. And suddenly that seems weird. Not the $10 million that, you know, Warner Brothers is going to spend so that you keep seeing for your Oscar consideration and billboards and posters all throughout L.A. where your Academy voters are. It seems to me like much ado about nothing. And I quoted Shakespeare. <laughs> Thank you. I think the budget was less than a million dollars. So obviously they lost most of their money um, and they shot it over the course of 19 days during the pandemic. They're up. So lots of challenges there, but it, it's great. It's And I know Mark Marin had just lost his um, significant other to leukemia. And I he was kind of reluctant to take on his role he plays a um owner of a motel and ends up hiring this woman into leslie uh to clean rooms and give gives her like a free place to live in exchange um and and she also gets paid but he he's great he's fantastic i really it's a it's a depressing movie I'm not gonna lie All right, i cried there it is. okay that's okay it's good to cry but it has a happy ending. Spoiler alert, sorry. Sort of. It sort of has a happy ending. But I think she deserves every bit of attention that she gets for this role. So good. Elizabeth Riseborough is her name. Um, mm-hmm. And you'll see her presumably at the Oscars as she is one of the nominees for Best Actress. So we'll yeah, look for that. Yeah, f- for sure. And I believe it is... The story is inspired by the filmmaker's mom in some ways. So there you go. Look for it on Hulu. Uh, I think it's on Hulu, too, but look for it on Amazon Prime. There you go. Donna, we thank you. You're welcome. For watching it, for doing the homework and getting us up to speed on that story. We are going to take a quick break because our boss makes us. But when we come back, Deep Tease, we have a continuation of yesterday's study. We only got like five or six into the list. But BuzzFeed put together a list of things that are always worth the money that Hmm. maybe are kind of underrated. But it's like, nah, you should invest in that. We left off with desk chair. Find out where we pick up. When we come back, it's Don (laughs) and Steve on my talk. I'm writing a song. Hey, guys. Welcome back. It's us. Donna and Steve on my talk 1071, where talk is fun. And we got a study. 
Let's do it. Studies have shown that... Studies have shown that the microbial... Several long-term studies have shown... They've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown... And here with their findings, our study buddies... The perfect nerd couple... Donna and Steve. Hey, you're probably on live with Kelly and Ryan right now. Uh, Probably not anymore. Okay. They're probably wrapped up. Uh, but thank you, Donna. Yes, on this morning. Um, so hope you DVR it, and we'll put it up on the old My Talk socials a little bit later. Um, but in the meantime, we get to this very quickly. Now that you brought it up, right at the end of that too, I was I end the segment essentially with, "All right, I I got a daddy's got to be on radio in five minutes." So the kids had to like help me put away the living room. Really quick, but man, I just had to like bust out of there. I helped them drag a few things over, and I was like, "All right, guys, you got it now. You do the rest." Four tough girls, and they did it. Two of mine, two of the neighbor girls. So yeah, it was good times. Did you just move it into the garage? It was outdoor furniture, so I just slid it back out. We had to bring the cushions back in though, and then we had you know a throw blanket that might be ruined, some throw pillows mm-hmm. that might be okay. ruined, lamps. I had to bring lamps in, you know, whole thing. What do you want from me? Oh, sorry, I'm a set designer now. Oh, somebody should update his IMDb, whatever. BuzzFeed put together a list yesterday. We only got into it a little bit. Uh, They had a total of 17 things that are absolutely worth the money. We'll get through a few today, all right? Everybody just chill out, man. We ended with desk chair. Most of you probably have a crappy desk chair, and you sit in that crappy desk chair every day, and maybe you've seen a nice desk chair and thought, yeah, but I don't want to spend $500 on a desk chair. Listen, nobody does. But maybe if it's super comfortable, you will get bang for your buck every day that you sit in it. They suggest spend it. We talked about drain snakes yesterday as well. You missed a good show yesterday, gang, if you're just tuning in. (laughs) Another thing that BuzzFeed said you should spend the money on, a good generator for your home in case you lose electricity or uh, a little blackout situation for a long period of time. You have a generator, Donna? I don't. My neighbor does, my next-door neighbor, and sometimes I hear it, like, I think it tests every so often. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? They yeah. do a test. It, I think it's set up for an automatic test. However, I do have lots of flashlights and batteries. Thank you. Yeah, and you had candles and stuff all ready to go in case of a power outage I last night. I still do. Okay. Yeah, I still do, because it looks like the snow is uh, maybe tapering, but... It got kind of sneaky heavy right there at the end this morning. There are some big amounts. If you go walk through your yard, there's some big fluffy snow out there. Uh, you got a shovel. Let's wrap this up. You got a snowblower, Donna. Don't you have a snowblower? No, I don't have a snowblower. Is that on the list? It absolutely should be. I waited years to get a good one. I had a crappy one that you had to plug in and the extension cord pulled out all the time. It was called Snow Joe, and it acted as such. A snowblower makes a... <laughs> world of difference donna they also say that you should spend money this buzzfeed list spend money on therapy going through something you need someone to talk to what are you doing the battle alone for just you in the prison of your own thoughts trying to work your way through go to someone who doesn't have any skin in the game and is well versed at helping to navigate through these situations can ask you some pointed questions guide you emotions are tough Stuff's complicated. Spend money on a therapist or a counselor. Okay. A really quality computer or laptop is worth Agreed. the money. They say it's better to spend double the money 
on a good computer that'll have twice the lifespan and the added benefit of being much faster than a cheaper one. Especially if you often use a computer working at a desk job, if you're coding, if you're playing games, running reports. Don't get the discount one. Save up some money. Get a great one. You'll be really satisfied with it. Okay. And all the listeners said, thank you, Pappy. Here's more. High-quality paper products, and I'm going to read this as written, including feminine hygiene products, good toilet paper, soft paper towels, high-quality tissues with lotion or aloe, pads, and tampons that don't leak. All those items really make life better and more comfortable. Thank you. Hmm. Thanks for asking. Thank you, Steve. A good pair of jeans, Donna. You ever spent, what's the most you've ever spent on a pair of jeans? Not a lot. I buy, I try to buy good jeans, but find them on like sale. So I'll buy a pair of like $150 jeans, but I got to get them for 60 bucks or less. Thank you. No, Donna, thank you. Yeah, they say a good pair of jeans. One pair of high-end jeans will often outlive several pairs of cheaper low- to mid-price range jeans. So now you know. Okay. Yeah, I think the most I've ever spent is maybe like 90 bucks. It was it was when a buckle opened, and it was my first time in a buckle. And they a buckle. You'd go into the changing room, and then the buckle people ask you, hey, everything fitting okay in there? And then you're squeezing into a 32 waist. You're like, you know what? I can actually use a 34. Stay right there, hon. Okay. And then they go and fetch them for you. Really nice. That that kind of customer service makes you want to pay. Hmm. Somebody say, preach that, Pat, Pat. <laughs> preach that, Pat, Pat. TSA pre-check. 85 bucks. Five years. Okay. It's the that... best. It's the best deal going today. The fact that that only costs okay. $85, you'd never have to take off your shoes. Sometimes you're leaving sweaters on. Sometimes your belt stays on. It's generally, nine times out of ten, a much shorter line. It's great. How much How much information do you have to give about yourself? Because this is government, right? They're going to want to know everything. Blood type, right? What do you, what do you have to hide, Donna? Let me start with that. You, you're you afraid that there's some old thing hanging out there on your rap sheet that they're not going to uh, screen no, you? No, I just want to know. Like, what do you want? What do they need? I think they need like a lot of biographical information and stuff like that. What are you scared of? Boy, you're such a foil hat wearing kind of. Why do they need to know that? I like to be private. The government already knows all your junk. You think you you think your life is a whole lot more private than it probably is, my friend. The government already has their dirt. So if you like standing in long lines and you think that you're saying shove it to the government, who am I to stop you? But I might suggest. Just tell them where you live, give them your social, tell them who your debtors are, and then don't take your shoes off anymore. Okay. Damn it. We're out of time. Furniture was uh, one of the last ones on the list. Oh, for sure. Buy good furniture, though. Cheap crap usually falls apart. By the way, age 28, according to another study, is the cutoff point for buying crappy furniture. After that, people will judge you good day. Speaking of people we judge, Rocco joins us next.
It is Rocco for Crescent Tide Cremation Services. You know, I was just talking about Rick Springfield. He was born the same year as my mom, and they're both still around. Uh, hey, Rick. Hey, Mom. Uh, but I talk about my mom when I talk about Crescent Tide because uh, she one day heard a radio ad I was making for Crescent Tide Cremation Services where I said they keep things simple, transparent, and affordable. Simple cremations start at just $800. And she said, Rocco, that is always what I've wanted when it's my time to go. I don't want a big, expensive, stuffy funeral with people parading around looking at me. I just... Uh, Want a simple cremation, then you guys go have a celebration uh, in a way that I would prefer. So that is what we will do Sunday, and we won't even have to pay for it because she went in and had a sit-down with Lisa. It's not just the pre-paying and pre-planning like my mom did when a death in the family occurs. Uh, you should look at uh, Crescent Tide's Google reviews and see how well they come through for families in that time. Check them out today, crescenttide.com. All right, it's the final stretch of the Donna and Steve experience on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. We got the big Z in the house. Privilege is always like to be broadcasting got... alongside radio royalty. Ladies and gentlemen, Donna Valentine. She is a Thank you. queen among men. We look to her, Woo. we honor her, and we know her. Three things. Um, I saw an email today that was a little bit out of the ordinary. The whole reason that we started the soup segment, What's the Soup?, which Donna, once in a low moment on our first show of this new year, thought we should cancel, said it out loud, and I said, all right, fine, we need five people to email during the commercial break or it's gone for good, even though I already knew people loved it. We got about 40 emails during that one commercial break of people, 40 out of 40, saying, we love it. Please don't take it away. Even if he doesn't pick up, just the tension of it ringing. My mom was in town. I said, yeah, we do the soup segment. She said, I know. I love the soup segment. She's in Pittsburgh. It's so funny. There's just something about it. It's very relatable. That being said. Somebody said to me um, that this was their favorite segment. And I thought, wow, we're doomed. This is your favorite segment from how many segments a week do we do? 12 times 5, 70? 60, but you know? still. Okay, 60. <laughs> My math is bad. That's okay. Um, I was like, okay, all right. That just says to me, do better. The and other favorite segment it. that a lot of people have is just slow it, the slow jam where they just slow down <laughs> stuff we've said that is dumb. You're on to something, Donna. Our jobs might not be safe, but we stumbled on this because during the end of the show, it's about lunchtime for us and for you. We get an email, and we would always say, hey, let's see what's for lunch today, and we get an email that says what the entree is in our cafeteria. It does not tell us what the soup is. So then Donna one day was asking, like, oh, what's the soup? And we said, oh, why don't we just call the cafeteria and bug Cranky Brian and see what the soup is? So we did, and then here we are, probably four months later. It's a daily segment that we do. But today, we got an email, and we need to call Brian to ask him about it. First, let me read it to you. Did you see this email, Donna? I don't know if the one you're talking about is what I'm thinking about. Our this is from, owners? No, this is from the Bone Meister, Amy Bone, who sends out oh. these menu emails. And it so said, it's a change in the menu. Menu change today. But then we become privy to information we never had been before. 
Thursday, 223-23. Chicken wild rice soup. Vegetable beef soup. <gasps> butternut squash soup. Shut up. It's a triple what? soup. That's probably no coincidence. We've created something downstairs. And then it goes into pre-made hamburgers. I would have worded that differently. I would have said grab and go. Yeah. Not pre-made yeah, yeah, yeah. burgers. Pizzas and salad bar. With that, let's uh, find out why we got all this information via email today. Let's call and find out today's soup. Okay. But did you see this? soup after. Go ahead. Did you see the special email? No. Anybody who made it to work today gets to eat free. <gasps> wow, that's awesome. Kick it. It's always a surprise. Oh, no, it's mac and cheese. It's always a surprise. Oh, no, it can't be. If you're so hungry today, so, so down to this cafe. Say it's it's big. Soup of the I might drive in now that the roads yes, are Yes, serious, Brian. Hey, hey, Pap <laughs> Attack. Hey. It's Donna and Steve on my talk. How are you? I'm all right. How are you guys doing? Good. We have a question. Sure. We got an email today from the Bone Meister, the Bone Collector, Amy Bonet, and it told us what three different soups were. We never get soup information via email. What's up with that? Well, I, I had to uh, make a quick adjustment on the old menu today. Why was that? Well, a couple of reasons. Nobody's here, and we're going, um, it's all free for Hubbard employees today. That's what I heard. I said, I think I'm in a, I'm, a, I'm at the home studio today. I think I might drive in now that the roads are a little clearer and just yeah, sure. snag a little lunch. Come on, take one of everything. Let's be honest. <laughs> How old is this butternut squash soup? Is this all leftover soup from last week? No, the wild rice and uh, um, the, uh, what's the other one? Beef oh or yeah, veggie know. beef. Those are from this week. I made big batches. So, but the Bune nice. squash is new. Yeah, but it's gone. Oh. Wow. How many have you seen? A lot of people coming through. I mean, there's some things that we can talk about off air, but I don't think I should call right. people out on air. <laughs> wait a second. Wait a second. So does that mean somebody came in with like a uh, Tupperware from home and filled up with soups? That's what that means. <laughs> No I know who it was. It was Doris and Legal. <laughs> it's always Doris. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, that is... Oh, you guys are so nice. That's uh, amazing. Yeah, it's a good time. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for being you. Oh, yeah. Thanks for waking up at 4.30 and snow blowing the driveway so you get here. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. All right. We're going to go because yeah. it's about yeah. to take a cranky turn. Sorry, Brian. The connection's coming <laughs> out. See ya. Bye. Bye, Brian. You're my best friend. Wow. Jeez. We should have gone to work. We're working. We are working. You're right. Productivity over presence, impact over hours, Donna. I love it. You know Mike, what I'm saying? Mike, which soup did you get? I got the chicken wild rice. Nice. Great. Mm-hmm. That's such a go-to. And yeah. can I tell you this? Last night, Lou made, you know, some food pairings go well with weather. She made grilled cheese and tomato yeah. basil soup. Oh, yeah. Nice. And I put in a request. I said, I don't know if you'd be up for whipping up one of those again, but I would really like a lunchtime grilled cheese. There was it was a triple cheese blend that was on it. Nice. Chef's kiss. Did you dip? Oh, I dipped first bite. Okay, just checking. I wish Homemade I had been soup? sprayed with a skunk earlier. I would have sat in a bathtub of that stuff and just eaten <laughs> one grilled cheese after another. Get your dip on.
Um, all right, thank you for listening, all. Yeah, we love, we love you. you guys. We love you. We thank you. Uh, the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Coming up next, Loji after that. Bye now.